Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 441, recorded from the DeFont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co-host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. How's everything going? September good. rolling through. Mm-hmm. Is this like the in between? This is like, and you're still in like summer weather, but people aren't in that summer feeling anymore down there, right? Ah, uh, the days are getting a little shorter now. Parts. Is it? A, is it like a weird time? It feels like it's. That's kind of like a weird time in in Florida. No, it's still a nice time. It's nice, still nice and warm. We're still getting rained on every freaking day. No, but what I'm saying is like. The summertime, mm-hmm. you have a lot of the tourists because school's out in the summer. And then in the winter, you get the snowbirds. I feel like September, October is kind of like an in-between. Little tweener? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yes. Not, and the weather's still nice, but it's, like you said, starting to get dark a little earlier. You still don't get the chill. You don't get the chill in the morning for a while, though, right? No, the good sleeping weather? The good sleeping That's right. right. You got to keep the windows closed, air conditioning yep. on for a little while longer. How's the golf game? Did you play this weekend? Ah, uh, yeah, we dominated. Oh, that's right. You told me about that. You got a blind draw, and you and, you and your pards did pretty me, well. Me and Paul ended up winning. Paul, huh? And you and you won your bet during the regular match too. Is that yeah? What but we didn't me? finish, so nobody paid up. We dominated that too. And you got shafted. Yeah. Oh, how, what do you mean you didn't finish? Like you didn't play? We got 18? rained out. The, the the alarms went off. Oh, so 15. they just didn't pay you? So you yeah. had already won the front. Why? Yeah, you we the won the front. We were that? all we were up. On the back too, so chances are we're gonna win five, five, and five. Yeah, and you got nothing. Right. That's kind of messed up. That's something I would do. And then the guys are giving me crap. They're they're all giving me crap because I'm a 15 handicap. I started par, double, par, par, double, double, par, double, double. Yeah, I mean that's perfect. That's a perfect 15 handicap, isn't it? I mean, it's not. That's more frustrating than making bogey every hole, but that's a perfect 15 handicap. The problem is when you make a lot of pars and you make a lot of doubles, you actually think you might be able to play. Yeah. Like if you shoot, if you just have 18 consecutive bogeys, you're like, I suck. Yeah, but 18, it depends on how they are. Like 18 consecutive bogeys or like eight foot bogey putts, then you're bad. But if you're making like 18 consecutive bogeys with nine three putts, you hit nine greens in regulation, then all of a sudden you're saying I could be okay. You still suck, but you might be like, you can always convince yourself that you're good. No matter how, like there's very few times where you can't convince yourself that it could have been better. 
You know what I mean? You never come off the golf course and said it could have been six shots worse, do you? Never. It's always I could have, I should have made a par there. Too, I should have made a bogey on that hole. And all of a sudden, you're at like 82 every time you walk off the golf course. It's never an 86, and you say that should have been 94. That never happens. You know, you don't think about the lucky breaks or the good bounces you get. Only the bad breaks. Why is that? What's that mentality? I wonder. Oh, I don't know. It's not really positive thinking because we're miserable. We're yeah, we're miserable on the golf course. I'm excited to play. I, I want to get back out there now that I know the course a little bit. I think year two in the member guests could be our year. You're playing better. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming in blind to the golf course. We kind of have a better idea of how to play against these people. You know, count clubs before the matches. That's number one. We got to make you sure you got to count the Busby clubs before <laughs> the, the matches. <laughs> the Busby clubs. Got to get into the posts heads early on. <laughs> yeah. Just to... now, do you think they play worse without alcohol? Yes. Yeah. So we got to because I think they get the shakes, don't you? That's probably true. Well, it depends, though. Like, did they drink the night before, which seems like a given? Yeah. Because didn't they say they drank all night? Yeah, well, one of them said he couldn't even find his phone. He lost his phone at night, and he couldn't find it in the morning. And the other one, like, showed up about a minute and a half before the tea time. And they just loaded that that cup with vodka and ice and and met us on 12, right? Yeah. I think the brother, which was Bill, I think on the third hole, which was 18. No, well, like the fifth hole. We started on 12. So whatever it was, once we were on 18... He goes, I don't remember playing the first three holes in this match against you guys. No, he did? He's, you didn't hear him say that? Because he made that bomb birdie putt. Remember on 18, he made yeah, like they the, finished, they birdied the, the two par fives, yeah. And he made like a 35-footer for birdie. On he said hole. he doesn't remember playing the first three holes? And I said, oh, that's much better than you started. He said, I don't remember playing those first three holes. <laughs> oh, pards, I didn't know any of this. this you is didn't hear breaking. that part? No. <laughs> that's a bad sign, isn't it? William Post. Bill. Bill and Mike, the perfect combo. They're going to come for blood. If we're playing against them next year, they're not, well, they don't remember. Well, they know you now. Mike knows. Your buddies with them. Yeah, now. me and Mike are pretty tight right now. But they're going to want blood. I never got the text back. It's been a week. That's a bad thing, oh, right? is it? I'm out, I would think. Don't you? Now, would you, do you have the balls to send a follow-up? <laughs> Just say, is this the right number? <laughs> Sorry, parts. I know it's the right number because we texted back and forth, like during, like when I sent him my number, he texted me back. Yeah, so you're out. That's number. all right, though. At least you tried. I made the effort. Do you think hey, I waited too a... long? You know, it's like you're so afraid. You like you don't want to ask the the cute girl to dance at the high school dance. Looking back, who gives a crap? That was always my problem. I was afraid of the rejection. Yeah, now and now cares? I got rejected. You I just a... got ignored. That's worse than rejection. Oh, no doubt. And I feel okay. I'll bring it up to him. If he's in it again this year, I'll be like, oh, did you not get my... T- oh, no, I got a new phone number or something. You yeah, know, who's who is his parts? Torella. Oh, I'll, I'll, you know I'll hammer him. <laughs> Has he been around or is he gone? No, nah, he's summer? long gone. These, none of these guys are here. The place is completely yeah. empty. Yeah, that's true. He was your buddy for a little while. You guys got, you guys got close. You hung out at that... Uh, what was the, the architect day? guy? You went to the architect meeting. Who was the guy that was doing it? 
Oh, Chris Spence. Chris Spence, yeah. You went to the meeting with him and everything. It's good stuff. <laughs> the Chris Spence meeting. <laughs> you would have went, wouldn't you? Oh, I was thinking about because that was only a couple days later, right? Yeah. So they get a delay in the flights back to go to the Chris Spence meeting. You could just ask all sorts of industry specific questions. Oh, I don't you? know anything. You think I know what I'm talking about with that stuff? No chance. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I've, I mean, I, I was able to get out there. I played with some randos. Now, let me ask you a a question, because you'll occasionally play with uh, Detweiler's mm-hmm. fiance, right? Yeah. Now, I got paired with a husband and wife on Saturday, and then a random guy who was going to be by himself as well. So I was riding with him. That was Bill. Yeah, you said we, Guillermo, right? We got along well. And then the husband and wife, they were very nice, good people. It was a good, uh, good like for a random group. It worked out really well. Everyone got along. Now, however, I'm not prepared to play with a woman because I don't think about the bathroom breaks. Like, what do you do? Like, you still run off into the woods and take. I don't go on the course. Still, you never do. So you're. Oh, you have like a steel bladder, though. You're not like me. I have to like pee like four times around. So I had to hold it the whole time. And that was a. uh, that was an issue for me on the last like three or four holes. Cause it got to the point where I was like, I don't know if I should just like run off into the woods, like hit one in the woods on purpose. So I could look for my ball and then pee. But I just, I made it, I made it to the clubhouse through 18. I also didn't, uh, I made it through 17 holes without being a, uh, saying a bad word. Cause I don't like to, to cuss in front of, uh, females. Especially yeah, Kurt, if I don't know them. Kurt went early on when we had the summer membership at university. We played with yeah. a husband and wife, and I think three times Kurt did the hit at Alice yeah. before he realized he probably yeah. shouldn't do that one. Well, mine was worse. On eighteen, I hit, I hit an okay tee shot, but I was a little blocked out with some trees, and I hit my. It's a par five. I hit my hybrid, and I hit it perfect, and it just clipped a tree branch and came straight down. And I dropped a see you next Tuesday, and I didn't even realize it when I said it. I, it wasn't what, that loud. What's see you next Tuesday mean? Think about it for a second. I, I still don't like I, I'll explain it to you after. The, and you know, I think people out there will know. See, Just see you next Tuesday? The, think, of the, think of the letters there at the beginning of each one. Oh! Yeah. No, nobody. No, I, 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 no. You've never heard that before? Never. All right. Well, I no, thought that's fine. Game. But I, I dropped not loud. I said it to myself, but I was like, oh, I hope she didn't hear me on the last hole after eight, uh, 17 holes of being well behaved. And then I drop one of those on the 18th. Yeah. No, you're fu- no, you're good. You're good. You think that's okay? Oh, I, it, I, I couldn't <laughs> figure this thing out. Kind of like the play in the yes, no game with your kids. Well, no, but I didn't spell it out. I said the actual word. Yeah, but I'm just saying I couldn't. No. Oh, you you did say the actual word. Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, oh, I thought you said see you next Tuesday. I'm like nobody's gonna no. figure out. Oh, you did. Yeah, no, I dropped. Oh, the actual no, that's word. not good. It was. It wasn't that loud. It was to myself. Like I said, I called myself one. You know how you do uh, that? Yeah, sometimes? no, that's that 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 they don't like that, and they don't like moist. There's a couple words <laughs> that they just do not like. <laughs> I think moist is universal. I don't think that's just a female thing. Uh, however, uh, that being said, I don't think she heard because she was okay. like twenty yards away, and I said it pretty, uh, pretty almost to myself, which was bad. It, it maybe I felt bad afterwards, but she didn't give me any funny looks or anything. Did I? 
Did I tell you I learned a new one and it was one of the best ones I've ever heard from Paul? I think you mentioned it to me, yeah. About putting? Yeah, go, yeah, you get, need more club, right? That's a good one, isn't it? That is good. You, leave it oh, more you need more club. You need more club. Usually, so I've always said, like, if you leave a putt very short, I usually say one or two more like that and you'll get there. That's pretty good, but need more club is way better. I mean, does your husband play? That's so that's dirty, old. Sexist, we don't need 80s, that anymore. old yeah. guy smoking the cigars. That I don't even find that that funny. No, that's not. That's not even one you want to bring back. No, that's not good. But I, I, I needed more club. That's a good one. That's very funny. Yeah. Because when you have a fifteen footer and it goes six feet, you're so pissed that there's, you know, you want you're looking at the tree that you want to throw your club at. Now, if you said that to somebody else, you could be looking for like a helicopter putter near your head. Like if you if Kurt left a ten footer three feet short and you told him he needed more club, he might throw that belly putter at you. Yeah, that or good leave. <laughs> I was explaining this stuff. So one of the guys that we've played with, we've played with a few times. And so I hit a terrible drive, right? Mm-hmm. And then I and then I hit a six iron and I just stood up on it. So I topped it and it went about forty yards. So he's waiting to hit his second shot. I look over at him. I go, I'm I go, I'm barely past you a driver six iron. He goes, That's a good leave right there. That's perfect. <laughs> then <laughs> that I hit good. it, and then I hit a pitching wedge to about eight feet and lipped out my birdie or my par. All right. Take us to break parts. All right, let's take our first break and we will be right back. Make way, make way Moana, it's time you knew The village of Motunyu is all you need The dancers are practicing They dance to an ancient song Who needs a new song to soul one's all we need This tradition is our mission And Moana, there's so much to do Don't trip on the terror That's all you need We share everything we make can we weave our baskets? The fishermen come back from the sea. Don't walk away. Moana, stay on the ground now. Our people will need a chief, and there you are. There comes a day when you're gonna look around and realize happiness is where you are. All right, we are back from break. This is episode number 441 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, and this week. We are going to discuss the uh, news about uh, Walt Disney World from the D23 Expo that you had tickets to in Anaheim, California. Now, how yep. was it? I know you had tickets and you were excited to go out there. How was the uh, How was the crowds? Did you enjoy going to the panels and everything? Yeah, they, everything was great. It was great. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Although, next one, next one, right? It'll be in Orlando in the next couple of years. I think they always have. Do they alternate? I think it alternates in between. But I think the big ones in or like I think it's like an in between one is in Orlando, and then they have the big ones always in Anaheim. But uh, you were so excited when we did that unboxing; you were all about the D twenty three, and then yeah, that's not. I mean, it's a lot. I'm sure the hotels were crazy out there. If yeah, you the good neighbors weren't terrible, but even still. Got closer and closer. You weren't ready to do a last-minute trip, I'm assuming, no. at that point, yeah. Now, did you pay much attention to it? 
Not really. No, I didn't know if you kind of had nah, like not that, really. that, like, oh, see what's checking in on it because you thought about going kind of vibe. I'll be honest. I didn't. I didn't really pay attention to any. We of keeping this stuff. you up here, parts? Oh, I'm tired today. I didn't really uh, pay attention to anything until they started talking about the parks because I don't care about the movies. I know people go nuts for the movies and like the Disney Plus stuff and all that other nonsense which they talk about. Not nothing that I really care about. But then they got to the parks and you always wonder if there's going to be any big surprises or any anything crazy coming in or right. you know any big announcements but this year seemed like kind of uh, overall a dud for the parks nothing really too crazy was announced nothing groundbreaking nothing imminent no real dates were given for anything i don't know it just seemed like it was kind of <laughs> almost like they half asked it which the more and more not that no come on they wouldn't do that it seems like that's just the way there's like yeah whatever one thing although before we get into this one thing i did uh hear was that one of the panels your buddy cheapick was speaking and he got booed pretty soundly by the people there he got booed and then they had to like cut the mics in the in the audience <laughs> like on the live feed people don't like him huh no does he? He looks like more of a villain now with the beard, though. Have you seen the full like? He's got the yeah, beard going. Yeah, he does. Like, I kind of like it. Just embrace the be the bad guy. He's, yeah, he's like all the, the he's like all the live golfers now. Like, yeah, now they just turn into bad guys too. Right. Exactly. He's almost to the point where so many people hate him. I'm gonna start turning around just to be a contrarian and start liking him. With Chapek, like I'm gonna root for him, just to piss off all the cheerleaders. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like just to be a contrarian, I'm gonna start. Like I don't know if I can though. He just seems like such a slimy weasel. Because that's kind of I've always been kind of a contrarian on that. So when anybody like, if everybody hates something, I gotta kind of try to find the good in it. You know what though? Let's be fair. They they weren't real big fans of Iger. No, they didn't know how good they had it with him. Right, he, and now he, they like, want his him passion. Back. His passion was the parks, where Chapek's is passion is like because that, that's numbers. where he came from. Right. Well, I don't even know if the movies are his passion. I think it's just like figuring out a way to get every dollar out of every like s- sector of the company, which is perfect for a CEO, I guess. Right. That should be. If you're an investor, you should like the guy. Although their stock hasn't been doing so good the last six, eight months. I don't know. But should we just get into some of yeah, these, uh, these items here? I'm just going to go through. Um, I'm going to start with probably one of the bigger ones that people were expecting some uh, announcements about. And this is uh, some details on Tiana's Bayou Adventure which is going to be replacing uh, Splash Mountain at both yep. Disney World and Disneyland. Yep. So they did say the opening should be late 2024. So two years from now, we'll start hearing about it. We'll start hearing about the delays in two years. That'll be 2025, <laughs> 2026. I mean, they're not doing... They're not, like, rebuilding the ride system. It shouldn't be, like, a crazy overhaul for this, but... Um, one thing they did announce, which 
doesn't really matter to to people like you and I is that the original voice cast is going to be doing the voice acting for the attraction. Um, that doesn't really do much for me. I guess it's a nice feature to have the consistency, but it doesn't really matter to me. Um, it's going to have new characters, animation, lighting, and mist effects, and it's going to turn into a completely new experience. The It's going to look... Uh, it's going to have, like, nighttime lighting. So, as of right now, like, Splash Mountain doesn't really have a great, like, nighttime. It doesn't stand out at night. kind of just blends into the background, but it's going to stand out more at night. And, uh, obviously, it's going to be themed on New Orleans like the movie is, which doesn't really fit into Frontierland, but that's okay. I guess... Splash Mountain doesn't technically, but it just always looked good. I don't know. I, I it, nothing really. Besides the potential opening date, they didn't really reveal much of anything about this attraction. Mm-hmm. They also did not, unless I maybe I missed something. They didn't give a a closing date for Splash Mountain, and I wonder if they're going to just quietly do it in like January get through the holiday season and not really have a big like final day like they did for like great movie ride and things like that because I don't know if they want like the people because it's been controversial for a lot of different reasons the people who don't like it the people who want to save it it's 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 political now you know what I mean like how stupid is that that Splash Mountain is now like a political subject because everything's political we well I guess that. That, yeah that's true everything is However, I wonder if they're just going to quietly close it because they don't want people like protesting outside or, you know, trying to say, do the like save Splash Mountain thing on the last day, things like that. But if they don't do the last day, then they can't sell the T-shirts that say like last day of Splash Mountain. So it's I wonder what they'll do. My gut instinct right now is to say they're just going to quietly close it like January 7th. It'll just be, say, closed for refurbishment and won't open up again until 2024 or later. That's what I, that's just, if I had to guess, that's what I would say. What do you, do you think they'll do that? Or do you think they'll have like a big finale day for it? No, it's going to be quiet. They're not going to celebrate that. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I think that makes the most sense because they probably, if they were going to, they probably would have announced the uh, last date by now for it they'll milk it through the holidays i imagine just when the crowds are big and then probably early in the winter they'll get rid of that thing will you try to will you try to get up there one more time and ride it before yeah it closes? yeah in like december or something yeah before your passes are blacked out any other thoughts on the uh the no i heard it was going to be another one of their uh cheap projection rides too. i'm sure everything's yeah. going to be like that now it's easy for them because they could change it easily less stuff to break every you know it that's exactly what it's going to be all right so another uh this was a bigger one it was rumored is that um disney's enchantment at the magic kingdom is going to be going away and happily ever after will return uh, sometime next year. They didn't provide a specific date. 
Yay! Yay, Pards! Well, you like... I never... I remember Wishes. I don't know that I've ever even seen Happily Ever After, and I haven't seen the Enchantment one, so I can't really speak on it. Do you... I mean, which one of those two did you like better? The I, I could care less. They're fireworks. Yeah. I mean, the projections... up with the yeah. nonsense. Yeah. You saw... Didn't you see the new one? No, we never made it at night either time. Oh, that's a good of... that's a good one. Well, the one time it we got poured on, so then we headed back to Animal Kingdom and they yeah. didn't want to go back out and then the other and it rained the other time. Both yeah, times it's we so went. It's so good it to watch on Main Street. It's so good. Yeah. It's excellent. But I but, like them all. I don't I like them all. I I'm not married to anything like I was Illuminations. Right. Uh don't you feel the same way? Uh, yeah, with the Magic Kingdom ones, I can yeah. take them or leave them. The I like being the fireworks, the, but all the music. other stuff doesn't mm-hmm. matter to me as much. Um, the Happily Ever, An- Ever After Anthem will return as part of an updated spectacular. And it's going to be very similar to the old Happily Ever After. So they're bringing that back. Um, it, Enchantment replaced Happily Ever After in 2021 for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. People didn't seem to like it. Um, but the official end of the 50th anniversary will be March of 2023. So like two years of the 50th anniversary going on and it's going to end soon. And with that, they're going to get rid of enchantment and bring back happily ever after. So a lot of the, uh, the cheerleaders will be happy with that. It seems like, like you said, not a, not a whole heck of a lot to dig into on that one. I don't really care. Um, seems like people are happy with that one. Uh, the next piece of news also in Magic Kingdom is about the Tron light cycle run. It has an opening time frame, and they're telling us it will be opening up in spring of 2023. Um, there were significant delays in the construction of that project. But it looks like they're testing the uh, trains right now on the roller coaster, so... It's getting closer and closer to opening, and they announced a spring 2023 opening date. I imagine, I'm guessing probably March, they'll probably have AP previews at that point, and then get it really up and running for like the spring break crowds in April. Yeah, okay. That's that's when they say spring, I always think of that, but... Disney's spring could be like June 15th. They could push it off that late. You never know. Could be anywhere from like March 1st to July 1st. Cause is Well, when it when it comes to opening something. Right. That's what I mean. Because Christmas starts in July and Halloween <laughs> starts in April. But it's in the reverse end. Very good point. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um, again, this is something that. It's been so long since they've been building it. I have some anticipation towards it, and I'm kind of anxious to see what it's going to be like, but I'm sure it's going to be good. It's just yeah. another thrill ride roller coaster, though. Right. I'd wish they'd build something different besides a projection kind of thing and then a roller coaster, but that's where they have their funds allocated at the moment. And I'll be happy to see it open, especially once. All the construction walls are down in Tomorrowland. Right. Kind of is back to what they want it to be, at least for the time being, and the trains running again, things like that. That's the biggest thing with the Tron. I just want the train running. You want again. the trains back. Pudge. I just want that train back. So that's not a huge piece of news because anybody with uh, 
two eyeballs could see that that thing's closer and closer to opening as they're doing some test runs. So that'll be there in uh, early next year. Also coming uh, next year, yeah. this well, is something that's going to really excite you, I think. Mm-hmm. I know how much you, you like uh, characters and things like that. So in the Magic Kingdom, they're going to add the Hatbox Ghost to the Haunted Mansion at Walt Disney World. So the Hatbox Ghost was out of the Disneyland one. It was originally in the Disneyland one. It got taken out, and it got put back in in 2015. And now uh, it will be back in the Magic Kingdom version. So I guess the original Hatbox Ghost was in the Haunted Mansion for only a few weeks before vanishing for nearly 50 years. And now it's it's a staple in the magic in the uh Disney so what's the reasoning of getting rid of it and putting it back in i don't know just something cheap they can do to make people excited i don't know why it got taken out in the first place but it's back in people like it um i guess he's going to be in disneyland it he comes up at the end of the attic scene after the bride but it is not known yet where he will be in the magic kingdom version okay so it's something. I don't hate it. I don't it doesn't really move the needle for me, but at least they're adding something to a uh an original attraction instead of, you know, forcing like Moana or 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 like finding Nemo into it or something like that. Yeah. Now, <laughs> this one we're going to stick in Magic Kingdom for now. I like these. Now, some of the announcements they made for the parks panel was uh, they have ideas of things they might think about doing. Like they couldn't even commit to it. They're like, here's some ideas we have. And they're going to talk about making some themed lands for uh, the movie Coco in Kanto and a uh, Disney villains themed land at the magic kingdom, possibly replacing rivers of America. So, you know, like one of the last things that you can't really do, like Rivers, they have the Liberty Bell and Tom Sawyer Island is just get rid of that. We're going to put Villains Land and all that kind of stuff over there. Because Liberty Square, nothing screams Liberty Square like Villains Land. So it says uh, it would be even possibly beyond like where Big Thunder Mountain is in that area from basically Liberty Bell beyond there. And the possible land would include Coco and Kanto and Disney villains. Plans are in early development. Um, and concept art implies this project would also replace rivers of America and Tom Sawyer Island. It could wrap around the North end of rivers of America, connecting frontier land to Liberty square in a second direction. Uh, by linking Big Thunder Mountain to Haunted Mansion. That's just based on the uh, the artwork, which, I mean, what do you give this, a 5% chance of ever materializing? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, just, huge, that's a huge project. Yeah, I mean, an enormous project, which I don't even know. Of all the parks, to, I mean, I don't know. Magic Kingdom already has the most, like, you think they'd want to, maybe build up animal kingdom a little bit more or you know epcot kind of fix what they started with epcot but it looks like uh 
you know, Magic Kingdom is the easiest one to shoehorn stuff into. So just or maybe just that. a fifth gate. Or they could do a fifth gate, which I don't think that's ever going to happen. Or at least not in the next 20 or 30 years. They would have done it by now. I mean, it went from 71 to 82 to 89 to 99. And now we're in 2023 almost. I mean, it's been by far the longest stretch without building a new park. Right. Uh, I don't think they're just going to decide all of a sudden. I think they just feel like it's done at this point. Any thoughts on the lands here? I mean, are you excited about the Encanto land? Yes. Did you watch that movie? No. And Coco, I asked you last week if you saw Coco. You yeah, no. no. Did but you I'm, watch it in the meantime? No, but I'm no. excited about the lands. You are. Okay, good. Yep. I'm glad to have you on board, parts. Should we move over to uh, Epcot Center? Sure, let's go over to Epcot Center. This is Epcot Center. Now, is this is the closest you're ever going to get to Disney admitting that they effed up, right? And Harmonious is going to be replaced with a 100 Years of Wonder Nighttime Spectacular at Epcot. A brand new Epcot Nighttime Spectacular will replace Harmonious in 2023 for the 100 Years of Wonder and the upcoming 40th anniversary of Epcot. Uh, <laughs> Harmonious officially premiered on October 1st, 2021 for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, and it replaced Illuminations, which had been running since 1999. So this thing's going to get less than a, one, like a year and a half, maybe two years of runtime. Is that basically that just them admit, admitting that yes. they up? It's just, it's so bad. Let, let me put, it's lazy. It's not bad, it's lazy. And the barges. I guess I saw another report. I don't know if it's true that this, they have confirmed that the barges will be gone. They're going to get them out of the, out of the lagoon there. Which is, that would be the best piece of news. How bad did those look? They're awful. It's what? such an eyesore. Like, that's all you could see on those things. Remember when they first started building the Skyliner and people were like, oh, you might see the Skyliner things from from Epcot? And people were, like, concerned about that. The Skyliner is nothing compared to those no. stupid barges. Like, I don't mind. See- like, if you're in France and you see the Skyliners go by, big deal. It kind of fits in. It's like a cool form of transportation. The barges sure. are just these, like, big metal monstrosities sitting in the middle of the water that have nothing to do with anything. So I'm glad it's gone. Um, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. It didn't blow me away at all. I was just kind of okay about it. And uh, they're going to take another stab at it for this uh, 100 years thing, which I'm sure is going to be a lot of the same. It's just going to be Disney songs and animated characters and projections and stuff like that with some fireworks mixed in. So as long as they get rid of the barges, it'll be an improvement. Do you? Do you just kind of question what kind of talent they have or lack thereof working for this company? Do you think it's talent or you think they're hamstrung? Because I don't think these people all of a sudden just don't have creativity. I think they're told they have to do in a certain way. And they're probably just. They're probably like you were at Wells Fargo. Like they're told they have to sell a certain amount of credit cards and it just makes them not want to do it. And they just give a bad effort at that point. If you can't do know. what you it want, it could be a little like, bit of both, right? It could be both. 
But if you're a, if you're a super creative person and you have this passion for Disney and you're very creative and you want to do all this like big, you know, high-minded stuff and you're told you have to make another ride based on you know, another movie, an animated movie, it's got to be like, you know, we got it, it probably just kills your will. Makes your creativity like you don't get any desire to go above and beyond because you're just being told to do like this, you know, follow the lines, copy and paste kind of stuff. But I think you're right. It's probably a combination of both where maybe the talent isn't the best that they've had. I mean, they laid off a lot of Imagineers, didn't they, at the beginning yeah, of COVID? Yeah, Joe Rody retired. I mean, what... and not, and I wonder, you know, maybe these people found something more fulfilling for them, and they didn't come back when they tried to get them back. So now they don't have the best of the best out there. I mean, if if they're like the rest of Disney, you know, they're not paying a premium for the talent. They've always relied on people wanting to work for Disney people wanting to be Imagineers, and maybe that's just not as prevalent as it was even 10 years ago. Like, people still want to, but do you want to work for Disney for $50,000 or work for Universal for $75,000? The latter. Yeah, and I think that's a lot of it, is these people are finding as much or more money doing something similar, and the, the lure of Disney isn't enough to keep them come and work it for pennies on the dollar. So I don't know. How about this? Your buddy uh, is going to be meeting at Epcot. This was the big news. There's no details or timing or location revealed yet, but uh, there's going to be a, a figment character that you can meet with at Epcot in the coming, probably at some point next year. So you can actually uh, hug and, and take a picture with the, your buddy figment. I'm cool with that. Are you? I'm fine with that. I like that they're not, you know, getting rid of Figment. They're actually investing into him. So maybe that gives a glimmer of hope for that uh, ride to be made better in the future. And that pavilion altogether where they're not going to just replace it with something else. I mean, Figment's like the last vestige of old Epcot just hanging on by Yeah, no kidding. So any, any uh, way they can kind of invest into that, I'm okay with. Not much else to say. It's exciting. I'm glad they're doing it. I know uh, my wife will be happy about it. The girls love Figment, too. So that's probably something that we'll be spending. You know, I'm sure they'll have a Lightning Lane Plus for that one. Spend $15 to meet Figment in 2023 or the next time we go. So that'll be uh, that'll be something that will definitely be on, on our agenda the next time we're in Epcot. Also in Epcot... They have the uh, the Journey of Water, the Moana Journey of Water, which is uh, and the Communicore Hall are both slated to open in late 2023. So they've been working on this Journey of Water for a while, um, and it's about a year out. Late 2023 is when they're hoping to open it. It's a walkthrough experience. It's currently under construction, and it was revealed that the experience will feature a 16-foot-tall Tafiti figure, which is one of the characters in Moana. She's like an island, like a volcanic island in Hawaii or whatever. What'd you think? I didn't know that? I didn't. I was just explaining for the listeners, not for you. Oh. Um, so, another year for Because that I didn't. Until it opens. I don't hate that idea of, like, the journey of water, of, like, having a 
a walkthrough kind of like play area for kids to like interact with water at Epcot. Um, so it'll be interesting to see it when it's open. And then the last piece of news involving Walt Disney World is at Animal Kingdom. This is another one of those just uh, pie in the sky kind of things. And it says that a land containing both Moana and Zootopia could replace Disney's uh, the Dinoland USA at Animal Kingdom. It's in the very early stages. No details on potential attractions have been announced, but it sounds like they're going to get rid of Dino Land and put in more IP. So they're just going to keep pulling out of these like original ideas and just pave them over and make little fantasy lands in all the parks, which is fun. Um, they did release a piece of concept art showing the potential land, including uh, Moana's boat on a lake and an aerial coaster ride. Thoughts on that? I mean, you're probably not a huge fan of Dino Land as it is anyway. No, I wasn't. I was not. But I don't know. I just wish they would do something besides just putting movie rides in there. Every single opportunity they have. But we're the idiots. Again, I, I come back to it. Mm-hmm. Why do we expect anything different? They keep doing the same thing. They tell us they're going to do the same thing. Right. They basically come out like and put up a giant flashing billboard. We will never make another ride that is not integrated with one of our movie franchises ever again. Yet we still, every time we expect something different, and when it doesn't happen, people, you know, moan and complain about it. But why? Why are right. we? They're telling us that they're going to do it. It's very plain and obvious. That's what they're going to do. And we get mad when they do it. It's like if I came up to you and said I was going to kick you in the balls, and you said okay, and, then you and then I kick you in the balls, and you get mad that I do it. I said, well, I told you, and you said okay, and you keep, you know, like it doesn't doesn't hurt any less, I suppose. But you knew it was coming, and you didn't uh, do anything to prevent it. So I guess that's on us at that point. I don't know. Any thoughts on on that Animal Kingdom thing? Nope. Do you have any any final thoughts on D23 overall? No, it was pretty lame, wasn't it? It seemed like it. I think you probably made a good decision. I did make a good go. decision. You probably would have been. I don't know. Like You would have got caught up in it because they have like the, the expo with all the merchandise and all the stuff to look at. So you probably would have got caught up in it and had a good time, obviously. And going to Disneyland, like you would have obviously gone to Disneyland when you were out there. So that would have been fun as well. But overall, it seemed pretty kind of bland and pathetic especially the parks part just not a whole heck of a lot to really dig your teeth into and get excited about no no i mean nothing major being announced i mean in the past they did the star wars ones the avatar you know guardians of the galaxy not stuff that you and i were particularly excited about but big projects and like big undertakings that came to fruition now they're talking about a figment meet and greet was probably the biggest news out of it it's so i mean ridiculous. that's stupid isn't it yeah i'm not even like i'm not even saying that to be sarcastic that's basically the biggest news that came out of it is that they're gonna pay somebody eight dollars an hour to put a figment put on a purple dragon costume and, and walk around kids yes yeah. it's crazy but it is what it is that's what we're getting more money for less experience every day. Anything else you want to add? Should we take our second break? We can take our second break. All right. 
We'll be right back. break this is the wdw beyond the gates podcast episode number 441 is in the books we discussed some of the walt disney world news coming out of the d23 expo that wrapped up last week and uh like we said not really blown away by anything in particular not even surprised i guess because there were rumors about the nighttime shows already going around um I'm mostly surprised that they would admit defeat with the harmonious thing. Um, but other than that, nothing really big or crazy. I mean, the problem with that harmonious was just your vantage points. You could was, watch it from like two areas and that was, was it. Not a lot of spots to get a good view of it. And you're also getting eight to ten hours of terrible views for 20 minutes of an okay nighttime show if it was the greatest nighttime show they've ever produced and universally loved you know people just praised it and said this is fantastic it's going to change your life you're going to love this thing you could put up with the barges still might not be happy about it but you could live with them but you're living with these monstrosities for something that's just okay i mean right. they had to cut bait and i'm glad to see they did do that one thing i guess that's a good thing to come out of it but we'll see what they do i mean it's not going to be an illuminations type nighttime show i'll tell you that it's going to be very similar to the one they have they're just going to make it different with probably no barges maybe better vantage points maybe they'll bring back a globe so it's a circular screen they can uh they can work off of that would be nice So you can get a good view from all around World Showcase instead of just the two or three spots, like you said. But I don't know. I don't have anything else really, uh, really to add. Any final thoughts on the D23? No, but I just wanted to let you know that I, I'm able to get a reservation for Shula's for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh, nice. Are you going to do both? No, but you can book out more than 90 days is my point. Oh, Okay. But only the sh like that's because that's through like open table or whatever. Yep. Nice. Would uh what speaking of uh of Shula's, yeah. Not that this is a bad segue, but I think we have some Shula's YouTube content on our YouTube page, right? We must have something up there. 
I don't know if we put. I don't know if we put. Did you not? Because we didn't film it when we went for the gentleman's trip, and I don't know if you filmed because it was like a special occasion for you guys, right? No, I did film that, but it hasn't been uh, edited and produced yet. No. Okay, but you, you want do that have... for this week? What? Yeah, that'd be nice. I would like. You to want see that for this week? All right, let's good. let's put Shula's up. The next video will be Shula's, but our current video is is the uh, mini golf. I saw that debuted. It's getting some traction too. Some good views. I mean, what can a lot you of say? views so far? It's good. Co- People like stuff that not everyone has. There's not a lot of videos of the mini golf out there. We did have a copyright call, so oh, for the music in the background. Yeah, yeah, I kind of knew that. I mean, the Beach Boys and all. Nothing we could really do about that because you want to hear our our two. Uh, our buffoonery going on right. the whole time so right so we can't monetize that which is all right that's okay yeah not a lot you can do about that with the with the background music there because it's pretty loud there too the background music yeah i like it i think it adds a lot to the theming oh no it. doubt i love that that was a so, great 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 venue that's fun so go to our youtube page youtube.com search for wdw beyond the gates like how our... I'm telling your daughter that she has to play it like left of the turkey. <laughs> yeah, and he's, it's the first hole you got to play. You got to play it left of the turkey. Like nobody's paying attention to us. <laughs> how about your Gina Junior? She comes up to us. I want to play with you guys. No, go back to mom. Just kick her out. That was beautiful. Get yelling at the kids. This is important. That could have really I'm... turned into a cluster because we were taking our grand old time. Yeah, and we had a bunch of we had some fast players behind us. But we we separated ourselves yeah. away at the end, yeah. Um, but yeah, go to YouTube. You could be uh, if you're not subscribed already. You have a chance to be our 250th subscriber. Is that correct? We're very close yes. to that threshold. Yes. So hopefully, go out there and uh, subscribe. I'm not gonna give you anything if you're the 250th, but we'd appreciate it for sure. Um, subscribe, leave likes and comments on our videos. Check out the mini golf if you're so inclined. You could follow us on our social medias at WDWBTG, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our website, WDWBTG.com. <clears throat> you can email the show, info at WDWBTG.com, Mike at WDWBTG.com, and Gary at WDWBTG.com. Obviously, subscribe wherever you enjoy your podcast listening. Anything else that I forgot? That would be a negative part. All right, that's going to do it for episode number 441 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. K-E-Y Why? Because we like you M-O-Y